Got a quick uh, would you rather for you here. Yes. Would you rather get stuck at every single red light you ever hit in traffic or have incredibly slow internet? Like, I'm talking like dial up slow internet after 4 p.m. I'm, I think I'm going to take the uh, the internet and just use my data. No, 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 no. Brady, Brady. <laughs> I'm talking like any internet connection that you have, your data after 4 p.m. Uh, just goes to shit. Like wherever I go. Wherever you go, you can do whatever uh, you want, but you're you're you got slow internet after four PM. Um Okay, that might change my answer a bit. I think I'll uh probably go with traffic, just leave early wherever I'm going. Yeah. But like yeah. It, you know, if you're going if you're going like somewhere like through the city, take the it's highways. Take you like, it, it's yeah, you can you can take the highways for sure. But if you're going somewhere like through the city, like you're going to like let's say the opposite end of Ancaster, yeah. Like it's gonna take you like thirty five minutes. Yeah, I mean, I'm just like, you could you could swindle that one to like, yeah, come up with routes where uh, you're not hitting traffic lights and like yeah. only and then end up hitting like a couple and a couple red lights not going to do anything. We that happens in everyday life anyways. That's true. But like you can't avoid the no internet. And like you could just not use the internet. That's a yeah. option. But being in school, being the social man I am, I I'm usually on. <clears throat> On the interwebs a lot. So yeah, we, we for... like wouldn't be able to record after 4 p.m. <laughs> yeah. Oof. That's, that's, that's no bueno. Although we're also, doing like, 1 o'clock today. Okay. That's true. That's true. We are we are doing a mid-afternoon recording session. Yeah. Um, What about you, Aiden? I'm taking the red lights as well. Honestly, uh, okay. with like, and I think it's it's kind of impossible not to. Because, like, honestly, you look at most of our lives are on, like, the internet, like, Students are usually, like, I'd say in most cases, you're at school until or after 4 p.m. So it's mm-hmm. like, you you wouldn't be able, you got to think about it this way. Like, you literally have to uh, download everything during the day. And then you, yeah. you actually would have to, like, do all your assignments as well. Like, you wouldn't be able to upload them. Yeah. <laughs> that would <laughs> suck. You would have to do it on advance. But here, so here's my thing. Um I, I would agree with you guys. Like, I think it's it's way more practical to take, like, all the red lights because that's something you can avoid easier than um, than the slow internet, than, like, dial-up slow internet. Yeah. But traffic fucking makes me want to kill myself. Like, I, I I hate it so much. And, like, red lights, I get I get stuck. Like, in, in the morning, I get stuck at the one red light by, by my house. I'm not going to, like, actually like, say, like, the exact what like, intersection. What street? Um, uh, screw it whatever uh kitty murray and golf <laughs> that intersection makes me want to rip my own head off in the morning because i get stuck at it every morning yeah, yeah. to have to deal with that like a hundred percent of the time it would be terrible yeah. i would i would honestly rather just download everything and like it kind of pre- makes me get my assignments done like ahead of time and not would not wait till the last minute so uh yeah but I, no- I i <clears throat> go ahead sorry i uh, so i think i think i will take the uh the stuck at all red lights or sorry, I'll take the uh, slow internet. Yeah, that's that's definitely fair. Um, slow internet makes me very very angry. I was about to uh, say like, slow internet probably makes me yeah. more angry than especially when lights. I'm trying to like try to game online and stuff and I'm just lagging hardcore. Oh, I don't I don't play video no games worse. often or that often. Well, actually, that's not true. Chell, but like, um, I yeah, just play just... Long Beach. <laughs> 
Yeah, I just play offline. That's fair. That's fair. All right, boys, welcome back, and girls, welcome back to the uh, Case Pump Podcast. With us today, you might notice there's uh, one last voice. We'll explain that in a little bit, but uh, we got Brady <laughs> with us today. Brady, how's it going? What's up? Pretty good. Yep. Uh, and we also have Aiden with us today. Uh, Aiden, what's going on, dude? Not too much. All right, and then I'm here as well. Uh, Keyshawn, obviously, of course, I'm here. I, 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 I don't know how else to say it. Like, because it's like, of course, I'm here. I'm talking. Um, yeah, this is funny. But yeah, I'm here. I'm doing fantastic. We're very, uh, very excited to be recording again. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, Ryan, how are you doing? Oh, wait, can, can we get the cricket still... noise? Can we get the cricket noise? <laughs> cricket noise. <laughs> Uh, Ryan is uh, currently asleep, even though it is 1 p.m. He has not texted M- us in our, in our MIA. Group chat. MIA. He is, he is MIA for sure. Oh, he just texted us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. All right. What are the chances? What are the chances? He, just, he said, "Bruh, I just woke up." Um, so I'm sure I'm sure he'll jump on later in the episode. Uh, but uh, for right now, um, do we want to? What, what do we want to start with first, boys? We want to talk about the wild card weekend. Uh yeah 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 um, yeah yeah may as well. We'll we'll jump. We'll start with uh you know chronological order because it is it is there needs to be a rhyme and reason to uh to everything. Um, sure. so let's start with uh the first game. It was Bills and Texans. Uh, first let's let's start by saying uh or going over it. Who did you guys have winning this game like beforehand? Um, you know I actually so I actually had Houston winning this game beforehand. Um. Yep. I don't know why I I'm I'm not a big Bills guy whatsoever, no. and no matter no matter how good they could literally go sixteen and zero, and I still don't think they'd make it past like well I can't say they make it past the first round of playoffs because obviously they'd get the bye, but <clears throat> I don't think they'd make it past the divisional round. Um, the Bills, sorry. Yeah, I just I I don't know. It's completely biased, like, but. Um, I uh, honestly, I was just kind of like very, very impressed by the Bills all season. Like they just like Josh Allen, in my opinion, really took a step. Uh, mm-hmm. So I, I had them winning this game. Actually, I like, I love to pick upsets in the playoffs, and you know, well, we got a couple of those. Let me tell you, but um, <laughs> uh, uh, the Bills, Bills were one that I was like, okay, that's a team that I think can surprise a few people. Uh, maybe meet the Patriots later on and uh, see how that goes. But. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, I thought I thought the Bills had a shot with it. I think John Brown had a great season, so I, I went with the Bills going into this one. What about yeah, you, Brady? I had, I had the Bills as well. Um, I mean, like, it, it was more of a toss-up, really, because I know they yeah. were both pretty equal, and, like, it went to overtime, so, you know, it proved to be right. Um, but, yeah, like, I know the Bills, they're good enough to get into the playoffs, and um, I think they're a bit better than their record suggests, a 10, 10 and 7, but... I, I had I had a uh, I had confidence that they would they would uh, get some stuff together and Josh Allen would throw and run all over them, which he kind of did two sixty five mm-hmm. throwing and ninety two yards rushing. But yeah, in the end they just uh, you know they let the Texans back in the game and couldn't execute in, in, uh, in overtime. So uh, I don't have the box score up. Yeah, they did have a they did have a pretty big lead, right? Like they shut out Houston it, in the first half. Yep, um, it was a thirteen nothing at least, and I don't know if they got that field goal i don't know if it was 16 nothing or if it was 13 yeah and then yeah, yeah. Uh, i can't but, uh i can't see but um yeah so uh you know like we said obviously the houston houston ends up pulling it off with a field goal in overtime um 
great game though. It was it was an unreal game to watch. It sucks that uh, Buffalo season ended the way it did. Um, lots of pain in Buffalo. They, uh, lots they can't of, get anything. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, uh, it's uh, not as bad as losing four straight uh, Super Bowls, but uh, close. Yeah. You know, it's it, it's it, if in my opinion, it's a it's better. It's a good it's a good start to what the Bills are building. Um, you know, it sucks that it's a first round exit and it's a wild card exit, but you know, the, the Patriots have ran that division for so long, uh, for them to finally have like a good, good competition. Um, I think the bills are building something very special. So what do you think is, um, like, what do the bills need to get onto divisional? Uh, you know, that's a great question. I was, I was kind of looking at that for your quarterback to lead their, your team in rushing. I feel like that's kind of, uh, that's kind of the issue, but I think the biggest thing for me, I think like Devin Singletary could turn out to be like, you know, what the like the the running back the Bills need, like just a compliment to Josh Allen, while Josh Allen's the star of that uh, star of that offense. I think so. Yeah. I think I think they need one a big play receiver or like a like a big sorry not a big play receiver because John Brown's really the, a big a big play receiver. I think they need mm. like um you know like a guy like Keenan Allen, like a tall guy that can go up and win jump balls. That's, yeah, but so in my opinion, I think the biggest thing they need is experience. Yeah, uh, it's a young team throughout. Josh Allen's in his third, second year. Josh Allen's in his second year, like just finished his second. Uh, Devin Singletary's a rookie. Uh, John Brown's young. Like Dawson Knox is very young. Uh, Tremaine Edmonds is like yeah. Tremaine Edmonds, Tre'Davious White. Those guys are very young. Yeah, I think you, got, you just need John. But then, but then you got Frank Gore. So That's true. I, I think, and Frank Gore is one of the oldest running backs. And what is he like? Third, fourth of all time rushing. I I think I think he's third now. Don't get me wrong. I'll, yeah. I'll fact check that really quick. Yeah, um, something like that. But um, I think they have like, I I do agree they're more younger than older because like I, I like veteran kicker like Stephen Hoshka and Frank Gore. Yeah, they're great vets, but it's kind of hard for them too to really. <clears throat> Cole Beasley, I guess he's kind of a vet, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's it's not enough to really um, make up for all the young guys and especially when. All your playmakers are young. Yeah, and, and yeah, the exactly. People, the people on the on the commercials, so the, the people who are representing the Bills, like those are the people that are very, very young. And you, you got to get to the playoffs. You got to lose in the playoffs to build character and experience and what it takes. And yeah, I, I, I don't think the Bills are over. I think yeah, they can add. I mean, there's lots of um, lots of receivers that want out. Um, you know, like AJ Green or Keenan. I don't know if Keenan Allen wants out, but. He's been rumored to be on the block. Yeah. Um, uh, especially with Philip Rivers, he might be his might be, future might be in the, in the yeah up a little bit. Yeah. And then um yeah, and it maybe uh they just need to add that. And I think they should do it sooner rather than later because I think Josh Allen is a good quarterback. A lot of people don't think he is. Uh, he's a better rusher than a passer, but um. But like no. I think his he, he like his his ability to pass isn't it, like it's not like he can't pass the ball like I, there's some deep balls and stuff that he has that are absolutely fantastic but like then he misses some very short throws he's sometimes very inaccurate um you know it, it's just a matter of him just kind of I guess cleaning it up a little bit yeah I think I think he's good enough to get the job done might not be a Super Bowl leading quarterback but. I, I you know I, I say the Bills could easily win the East uh, next year or the next or the next couple of years. Definitely when Brady's gone, they can. Yeah, they, they'll, they'll be the team that runs it if um 
if uh, if Devin Singletary turns out to be uh, a you know pretty above average running back, which I think he will. Um, yep. Keep, keep those speedsters at receiving. Get that one, uh, you know, six three six four guy, and then you yeah. uh, at, rec- at receiver and um, keep. I think their defense is pretty good. I love Tremaine, um, Tremaine Edmonds. I love Tredarius White. Tredarius White's amazing, and Mike, Micah yeah. Hyde. They're they're all they're all great. So and all and um, Oliver, you know, he'll he'll come at, into at, his being. Ed Oliver is going to be good, man. That guy's been solid all year. Um, yeah, I'm, so I'm have, excited to see yeah. where his career goes. They have the tools. It's just experience and um, and uh, better quarterback play, and they're in. But yeah, good good for Houston though. I, I uh, it's good that they pulled that off. They're, they're, yeah. What, they're the sorry, team. sorry uh, Aiden. What about you? What did you think uh, that uh, the Bills needed? Um, well, so honestly, it kind of goes back to what you guys were saying with experience. But like, honestly, like, I don't know what the heck was going through McDermott's head in this game. Because if you look at the box score, like, it actually makes me angry watching that game and then looking at the box score because Frank Gore um, mm-hmm. had like two point eight. His average carry, so eight carries for twenty two yards. Like that, that's really bad. But also, like, only eight carries. Well, Devin Singletary only got 13 carries. They really need to, like, keep feeding the ball to Singletary because, yeah, he had six receptions for 76 yards. Like, he did a really good job in the passing game. But he was the only one that was doing something for, uh, like, Josh Allen. And I kind of think on Josh Allen's end, he really, like, he did not play a good game. He had some good plays in there and, like, uh, his receiving average was the best in the game, obviously, but um, he like he played better as a receiver than he did a quarterback that game. And in all honesty, he had some pretty bonehead moves that kind of led to that loss. Like, um, yeah. And so that's the thing; they just really need to they they tried to do a lot of stuff that was uh, different there instead of just playing their game. And I believe that if they had kept up their solid game probably like fed the ball more to Singletary like I'm not saying the guy needs 40 carries a game like Derrick Henry but if if he gets 25 carries a game which is uh double what he got last game like I think they would have won that game I'm also going to add that like it it is kind of tough to establish the run when you got uh the good Houston defense you got JJ Watt pushing people around disrupting um uh, running lanes so yeah, I mean, um, and th- yeah, but so, I, I agree though. That like that's a fair thought, but like, like thirteen carries for your I, and Frank Gore, he's a great running back. He's a Hall of Famer, but I think yeah. the thing is, he shouldn't be getting like as many carries as uh, um, what's his face, Devin Singletary was. Like Devin Singletary played a tremendously better game, and like if you watch him on the field, plays a lot better than Frank Gore. I think he's gonna be. Like, I think he's going to be the spotlight of this offense in a little bit when people kind of realize that Josh Allen, if Josh, if Josh Allen, I don't think he sucks. I think he's a very good quarterback, but I think he's, he's trying to be greater than he already is and do things that are outside of his comfort zone, which isn't a problem. But when you're doing things that nobody should do, like man, (laughs) that, that, uh, that pitch, he like, oh my goodness. If McDermott is like even a decently smart head coach, he should have chewed Josh Allen out for that for a minute on the side on the sideline. 
Like, yeah, that was dangerous. Yeah, that, I still he's... don't know like what he was trying to do with it. Like, <laughs> that's the thing. I think he was just he was so lucky that Knox was there, or the score wouldn't yeah, have been th- like within three points. Not yeah. at all. Sorry, that was in the fourth quarter, correct? I think that was in. I think you're right. I think it was in the fourth quarter. Yeah, um, it might have been in overtime, but I don't think it was in overtime. No, I don't think so either. If he did that, if he did something like that in overtime, he's benched next season. Yeah, that's a, that's <laughs> sure a joke, I, but. I don't know about that, but uh, we do have the uh, uh, the fourth member, of Case and Punt, joining us. Uh, <laughs> the Brian. prodigal son. Uh, first of all, first of all, how was, 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 was here the whole time? I was here the whole time. Yeah, it's, yeah it sounds right like now. it. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I was here the whole time. All right. Uh, so, what do you think of the game, man? I was just listening from afar, <laughs> from a sleep. <laughs> He's dreaming about it. Um, no, but I, I woke up and I was like, I had no idea where it was, but it's fine. Um, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I thought that I thought I thought that the game was really terrible. To be honest, it was by far the worst one out of that weekend. Really? Yeah, I just found it super super boring, and like not neither team really played enough to like really. Like, it seemed like they both wanted to lose. I mean... I don't know, I, I just... Don't, I don't... I, the way I saw it, like, they both played terrible. They both played terrible. The Bills were way better than they played, that's for sure. I know that I for sure. The, the Bills had a good first half. Uh, the second half, they well, kind of yeah. crumpled six points in the, in the you know, in the, four, in the second half is not ideal when you had six points in the second quarter alone. Yeah. Um, and then to lose the game in overtime, not ideal. Especially when the Bills started with the ball. Yeah, I, I think, think I think it was like I think it really changed when JJ Watt got that sack on uh, maybe it was third quarter and they were down near like the five or four yard line. He got that sack and then it really changed from there. I think. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Fair enough. It could have gone either way. That was it was a closer fight than I thought it was gonna be. I thought the Bills were just gonna run right over the Texans, but I really? thought it was a boring game either way. Yeah. Interesting. <clears throat> Well, in the first uh, half, they basically did. Fair enough. All right, and we can move on to the uh, let's move on to the night game of that night. Uh, yeah, we had Titans Patriots. Uh, so again, I'll say I'll great game, first. great game. This was the game what, of the year. The game. Uh, what did you guys? Who did you guys predict winning this one going in? Does anyone else want to say it first? Titans. Or should I go first? Ryan, Ryan, you, you had the Titans winning it for sure. Well, okay. No, I I predicted the Patriots to win. Yeah. You guys heard you guys heard me in my basement, so I'm gonna say it. I predicted the Titans to win. I honestly thought the Titans were gonna win that game. I honestly i i I had the Patriots winning the Super Bowl again because you know it's the Patriots. But that's, that's um, a dumb reason. Uh, man, that, I don't it, know. Brady, was... Brady, what about you? Who did you have winning? Um, well, because like I obviously know the Patriots the most out of us. For, I yeah. watch every game. I know everything about them. Um, honestly, it was tough seeing because, like, obviously we started off like eight and no, like one of the best defenses in history. But it's like we face a bunch of fucking one in sixteen teams. Yeah. Um. So it's tough to get a gauge there. And then and as we the Dolphins. that too. Well, not okay. Yeah. Um. As we uh. Well, Ryan Fitzpatrick wasn't really. Yeah. He's the he's the beast slayer. Um. <laughs> Uh, and then as we started to face good teams, we saw that the Patriots aren't a good team and Tom Brady struggles. 
and it, and people a lot of people love to blame Tom Brady, but I I think it's he's par- partially to blame. It's more so, or not more so, but maybe like equally. Um, the fault of his receivers, like Edelman had an awful year, dropping a ton of passes. Um, and other than Edelman, like uh, Sanu didn't step up. Nikhil Harry, he struggled a lot. He, he was supposed to be um, a bit better as a rookie. I mean, he's still a rookie, but there's a, his his inexperience showed a lot. But I'm going to forgive him because he's a rookie. And then other than that, we just couldn't get anything really going. And um, when you're facing a team like the Titans, I always hate being the Patriots versus like an underdog like the Titans or like the Eagles or something like that. They have nothing to lose. They're going to come into Foxborough being like, we're going to upset the the, the dynasty. And, um, you know, they're just going to play their asses off. The Patriots have been here like so often. Well, not the wild card, but like, you know, playoffs and like, oh, it's just the Titans. And, um, you know, that's I, I could tell like the person, the team who wants it more usually wins despite the skill difference or experience difference. And Ryan Tannehill, as Keishan said many times in prior podcasts, he's, he's red hot and that matters. You know, it doesn't, same thing in NHL, like a goalie. If you're hot, you're hot. It doesn't matter like who knows your name, right. Or what your past is a couple years ago. Like, you know, it's, it's easy to write off Tannehill cause he's played for Miami. And I know he didn't really do anything in this game. Eight, eight, eight completions for 72 yards, but you got a beast like Derrick Henry. Like, obviously, I'm going to give my respects to Derrick Henry. He's an amazing running back. Best running running back in the league. So, I think, honestly, in my opinion, Derrick Henry, I I don't even think it's, like, in my opinion. I think it's just, like, facts at this point. Derrick Henry's, thought, like, the hottest person in football right now. Not not looks, uh, but, like, he, you know, he's, <laughs> he's legitimately the Titans' offense. He got 34 carries in this game. And, like... Yeah. Uh, it's not like he was averaging like you know 34 carries in the average like two yards a carry. He he was over five yards uh, like a carry. Um, so yeah, every two runs is a first down, and they just yeah. some some drives it was literally they started at the 15 or the 20. They ran the ball every single time. It was first and ten, second and five, first and ten, second and five every single time. There were so many they, jokes about yeah. Uh, sorry, sorry, uh, Brady. No, but there were so many yeah. jokes about. Um, you know, uh, oh, Titans playbook is just like halfback dive, halfback dive, halfback dive. <laughs> but legitimately, it's that's true. what it was. It's it's really what it was. Like, you, like, and but the Patriots couldn't stop it. Like, you know, they got a couple tackles in the backfield, and that's always going to happen. But Derrick Henry, man, like, I don't know who wants to tackle that guy. There's not a single person like on like on the defense. Like, imagine, <laughs> imagine like you're like the outside cornerback. All your linebackers pinch inside the middle, and then you're left one on one with Derrick Henry, who not only can run right through you and leave you like ten feet deep in the soil, but like he can run around you, he can run by you, like he can yeah. probably jump over you. The guy's yeah. like an explosive athlete. He ran a four five, right? Like the guy's an athlete. Yeah, and I think here's my I, problem though. Like, like I don't know how you're the Patriots and you you game plan for an entire week. Like you have a whole week to game plan, and you see the offense is basically just halfback dive. And then you get run all over in the game. It doesn't make any sense to me. Like, fill up the box like as much as possible, and then rely on Gilmore to to lock down your other receiver. Like, they only have one receiver. That's it. AJ Brown. That's it. What? No, they. <clears throat> okay. Corey Davis is alright. Corey Davis is good. He's just not given the chance. Like, um, I, I agree with that. But I think Aiden, you also had a very good point. Uh, uh you put it in our group chat. I the the offensive line for uh, Tennessee like Derrick Henry don't get me wrong outstanding best running back in football right now um like that's in the playoffs uh, you know shout out to CMC but 
the thing is that Titans offensive line is just creating hole after hole after hole for Derrick Henry to hit. And like, if you're getting him into the second level with like not being touched, like your linebackers are just going to get run over. No, yeah. you're right. That, that offensive line does a great job. Like, uh, and so they show replays like constantly of Derrick Henry's running. Um, mm-hmm. and you'll see him hitting the hole at full speed, which is great, but that hole's there because, um, like these these offensive linemen when there's no one to block in front of them they're going up to that next level and they're hitting a backer like and that's exactly what you need from these offensive linemen these big guys and uh i think taylor lewan actually had yeah such a nice like it was actually an unbelievable block that like didn't even get reviewed like i was i was actually like um i was i i couldn't believe it but he had a really nice block on jamie collins and sprung Derrick Henry for like a 20 yard rush and I I couldn't believe that it didn't get reviewed because it was a great he's so good man Taylor Luan like he's uh Ryan I'm not gonna say he's better than uh than Bach but he's got to be up there Mm -hmm. yeah um but man apparently only one guy in the league's better than Bach who's that well whoever made the first team because Bach was second team all pro uh so no, like honestly, and then like you know, Derek Derek Henry, he doesn't do didn't do much in the well. Actually, you know what? He had twenty two yards. He was uh, he was almost the leading receiver as well for uh, for Tennessee in that game. Yeah, uh, and he he also yeah, like I mean, a touchdown on the ground. Um, you know, big catch in the air. Like it, Tennessee is just they're just they're the definition of like or like a textbook example of like when a team gets hot, they can just stay hot, and especially yeah. in the playoffs, like. It's not necessarily the the better team wins in NFL playoffs yeah. because like in, in the NHL, in the MLB, in the NBA, like you have to win seven games or in MLB, it's like five and then seven or whatever it is. I don't ever understand any rules in the MLB, but um, like it in, in NFL, it's one game and it's the the better team in that one game will win. Yeah. Right. So like you, you have 60 minutes. If you play better than a team for 60 minutes, you win. And the NHL playoffs, it's the best team of that series wins. Um, so, you know, Tennessee right now, hot, very hot. I don't, uh, like, I wouldn't want to play him. I like, can I, can I interject here? Yep. Yeah. What's up? Um, did anybody see that Amber alert about a nuclear bomb this morning? <laughs> oh my God. Oh boy. Right. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that at the end. Uh, but it's fake. Yes. It's okay, fake. Don't, don't let me forget because like I, I woke up and I was in and out. So like I saw a nuclear bomb and then I was like, hold on, what? Because it is Amber, it's usually for children, like missing children. Wait, wait, World yes. War Three? No, it was for the Pickering nuclear plant, and it was uh, it was a mistake. They did it by accident. <laughs> I know. I woke up on the second one. <laughs> I woke okay. up on the second one as well. The first one didn't um, wake me up, but the second one did. Neither uh, woke me so up. So I actually wanted to mention, like, Nothing we talk we talk a lot about Derrick Henry in this offense, but this defense has actually been on fire as well. And there's like three guys that I really want to mention from that defense. So like Rashawn Evans, obviously, like. The guy has been yep. crazy. He's been making tackle yeah. after tackle after tackle. He's in yeah, mm-hmm. on like almost every gang tackle. He's making his own tackles. He's been playing great. Yep. Um, uh, Kevin Byard, obviously, like he's he's always solid. I didn't feel the need to mention him, but like he One really of my has safeties in the league. He's been playing great, and he's been getting uh, another like for especially for the DBs. He's been getting the bulk of the tackles. But two guys on the line, and I don't know what it is I have against Jarrell Casey. But I think this is the first year where I've actually looked at him and said, like, wow, he is actually a good player. Like or, or, Ryan, or Aiden, sorry, I remember I remember um I think we were just playing Madden and like I had um 
Like, I think it might have been a fantasy draft. And I was like, oh, let's take Jarrell Casey. And it was you and I. And you're like, I hate Jarrell Casey. And I'm yeah. like, I, don't, I never understood why. <laughs> I, like, oh, I just, I just think he's very overrated. But um, I, I, it's good to hear you change your mind so, on him. So, well, I thought I thought he was because he's he's old, fat, and slow. Um, which is true. But I see his I see his like value now because he is a strong mother effer. Um, yeah. Watching him like blow through the line and stuff. And then another guy. And so... Like you, you got. I know you guys are gonna roll your eyes when I say this name, but he has actually been a force this season, especially as a rookie. Jeffrey Simmons, like the guy has. Dude, I'm not in that I'm Patriots game. That. So his stats like weren't amazing. He had one solo tackle, but yeah. there were there were three plays where he blew up double teams to like allow for a tackle from someone else. Like it was just watching him play. Like he did exactly what a defensive tackle is supposed to do. So yeah. like um do you guys remember Albert Hainsworth? Yes. You guys remember that name? So yeah. um I remember when he switched over to sign with oh, I forget where he started his career, but then he signed like a deal with either the Redskins or the Titans, whatever team he didn't originally sign with. He, he, signed, started, like, a massive... he started in New England, no? Uh, I, I, he was in New England at some point, wasn't he? I, I don't um, know. Hold on. Uh he was drafted by Tennessee and then went to Washington. So he signed. Uh, he signed the big deal in in, in Washington. Um, yeah, like he got a seven years, a hundred million dollars for a defensive tackle. Um, and uh, so he played, for the, think, he played for the Patriots in two thousand eleven. Yeah, yeah, he he got traded there uh, later yeah. on, like after. But yeah. he um like his coach. Uh, like I remember, I wrote, I read something on the Players Tribune, my favorite website, by the way. Shout out. Um, but I, I read something that like he was told essentially, um, like if you like, all I want you to do is just take double teams, just take players away so that way our defensive ends can get there. And he's like, Coach, I can like get to the quarterback. And he goes, If you get one sack this year, I will be upset. Your job is just to take double teams. And because of that, a lot of players are like, Yeah, like he's uh, like you know, like the biggest free agent bust in NFL history. That's like what a lot of people call him because, like I said, he signed a seven year, hundred million dollar contract for a defensive tackle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and but like you know he was very impactful on like on the like when he played um yeah you know he wasn't the best off the field but it's the same thing with jeffrey simmons um not that jeffrey simmons is bad off the field i i haven't heard anything like that I, i'm course, yeah. sure he's a stand-up guy but like you know taking double teams is massive especially when you're beating them because that's not only is that two guys that you've taken away from like potentially blocking other people but that's two guys that are you know beaten like you, mm-hmm. that's incredible that Jeffrey Simmons can do that as a rookie. I'm very excited to see how his career goes. Yeah, me as like same here because I, I like I loved him at Mississippi State, mm-hmm. and uh, like him and Montez Sweat were gross because yes, they were like opposite players, but they complemented each other with their. But sorry, I won't get into that because I could talk about Jeffrey Simmons all day long. But um, if you want, we can move. Does anyone else have any thoughts on the Titans and Patriots? Uh, I could um, talk I, about I, college I, football all day, baby. I was, I was, I was also go back, go back to bed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> don't talk in college ever again. I'm just, uh, really quick. Okay, I, 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 I do want to quickly mention. I think I've told this to like everybody that I've talked to about this game, but I've never felt bad for the Patriots. I've never felt bad like after they lose. Uh, I've never felt bad for Patriots fans. We were watching that game all together, and um, when when Brady threw that, uh, you know, the pick six to end the game. Uh, was it a pick six? Yeah. Pick six yeah, to Logan, was, Logan Ryan. To Logan Ryan, expatriate, not Oof. a big deal. Um, I looked over at Brady, and he, 
Brady, I, I, you look so sad. Like I, I legitimately like felt bad for you. Like I was like, oh, this sucks so bad. Especially because Brady's like, Brady is the best fan I think I've ever like, I've ever seen. Like he is so emotionally attached to his teams that it's 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 incredible. It's like you're like a <laughs> textbook fan. Uh, like when we went to the Argos game in, in Toronto, I felt bad. going absolutely off. I legitimately yeah. felt bad for Brady. So I felt um, bad for one second, then I realized he's had like six Super Bowls. So <laughs> that's that's also true. No, like again, I just quickly before we move on, I, I've said this to everybody. Like obviously, I'm going to be sad when my team loses. Like I mean, the Patriots. Like uh, I'm not immediately going to be like, oh well, we had six Super Bowls. Like I'm, I'm okay now. Like obviously, it still sucks to lose in the playoffs. It always will. To, to have your season end no matter how much you win right like i'm sure it hurt for golden state to lose last year in the in the um finals like i it still sucks but like now i've had time to get over it and stuff and obviously i'm happy i'm happy now that there's going to be a bit of a league turnover we get to see two brand new teams in the super bowl mm-hmm. um I, I i am very excited well i was very excited to see lamar and patrick mahomes face off in the afc championship um which they're not going yeah, we, to. Anymore. We had money on that game. Yeah, we did have money on that run. Um, and you know, it would have been and it would have been awesome to see the Ravens or uh, Houston. I'm uh, not Houston. Uh, the Chiefs go up against like Jimmy G or Aaron Rodgers or Drew Brees or any of those people. Uh, it, I really do want to see um, some of these really cool matchups that we don't get to see any other time. So, although uh, it sucks, Patriots lost. I am kind of it's kind of bittersweet because I I'm a fan of the game and football, so I do want to see some a new Super Bowl and see some other people uh see what they can do on the big on the big stage. So so yeah, I'm excited. Fair enough. Fair enough. That, that is a great mentality. Love love uh, uh, yeah. just, just a classy guy. Classy guy. Um so we can move on to uh you know Sunday's games. Um what's what's again we'll go in chronological order. Vikings Saints. Um I so unfortunately I wasn't really watching this game super intently uh just because there was something else going on at the same time that we'll talk about later um but uh you know vikings go into go into new orleans and uh get a w there uh, i honestly thought the saints were going to crush them i didn't even think this was going to be a game yeah um i, I thought, thought new orleans well. had just new orleans was just hot breeze was coming off what five touchdowns in uh in week 17 or something like that or week 16 um camara was a uh... Actually coming alive for once. <laughs> yeah, you know, for once this season. Uh, you know how talented that guy is. So, you know, it's kind of it kind of weird to see what he did this season. Um, Mike Thomas apparently played with a broken hand, um, but still had, you know, half decent game, seven catches, 70-something yards, I believe it was, if I'm not mistaken here. Uh, he uh, had uh, 70, yeah, 70. 70 yards. Seven yep. for 70. Um, I think my my big thing about this game was uh, for, for New Orleans, uh, Taysom Hill. Uh, really MVP. showed how freaking good he is. Like he was running all over. Uh, also, uh, like he, like you know, he led the team in rushing yards. Had a sick throw deep downfield. I was, Chalup- was chalupa bomb. A chalupa bomb that I was very upset didn't end up in a touchdown. Uh, he yeah. had a, you know two catches for a, for a touchdown as well. Uh, but unfortunately, wasn't enough. Uh, Vikings defense came to play. Man, they they were uh, outside of being unable to stop Taysom Hill. They were they were there. They were they came to play. Yeah. Uh, so I do want to mention something that was like super funny. So on that fifty yard throw by Taysom Hill, did you guys hear what the announcer said? No. Nope. Like any any play with Drew Brees on the sideline is something I don't like or something like that. Yeah, he I don't was like, like any play with 
Yeah, and he was like, there's no need for the defense to play deep on this. Like, they just got to make sure that Taysom Hill's not going to take off with it. And then yeah, he just he throws it. And bombs it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, can, can we start a petition to make that the new OK Boomer for football? Because that's... Uh... <laughs> Okay, yeah. booger is. Nerd yeah. is just, oh my god, man! It's, it's like, debilitating. We, we, throw out some hot, we throw out some hot takes on case and punt. Like you know, there's some there's some very interesting stuff, but uh, I don't think we've ever been more wrong and more consistently wrong than booger has been. Nobody has. If that guy still has yeah. a job next season, I'm. I, I want to put Ryan in will. his floating chair. Like that's 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 my goal for next Him year. His floating chair. That's uh he looked like uh, Emperor Palpatine in, in the Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> uh, a little little Star Wars reference. That's for you, Pram. Um, big Star Wars guy, Pram. <laughs> big Star Wars. Uh, we, we, Pram, we will have the Star Wars episode in a month. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, me and Ryan, me and me and Ryan will record it on Reading Week. Ryan and I, but uh, you know, Dalvin, Dalvin Cook. Uh, uh, mine's the seventeenth, the twentieth, or first. Yeah, so is mine. Um, of February, yeah, yeah, February. Uh, uh, but um, I think Dalvin Cook popped off again, like he's done all season. Uh, that guy is very, very talented. Um, uh, so yeah, I think you know Minnesota came in, deserved to win that game. Kirk Cousins with a big "you like that" in the huddle after the game. You like that? Uh, nice. And um, another one, another, like it so much. Another another game that went to OT. It's not like. Uh, uh, you know, like it was, it's not like it was just a blowout. Uh, you know, uh, Minnesota like gave, uh, gave up 10 points to the Saints in uh, in the fourth quarter, pushed overtime, but you know, yeah. Minnesota gets the ball first in overtime. And what do you know? Ball, team that gets the ball first wins again. It sucks. And we're not going to go into, before Ryan pipes up, we're not going to go into overtime rules because we all agree that yeah. it's, it's shitty and it, it should change. And call, yep, college, college overtime rules. I'd love to see shootouts. And go so back funny. and forth. Um, we've it's just we've we've touched on it so many times. So I, I just yeah. want to avoid the five minute rant here. We all we all are advocates for for overtime. At least mm-hmm. like a CFL rule. College yeah. would be awesome. Uh, same with XFL, but at least CFL. Like give give the team their team a chance to match them. Um, do you guys think that uh, there was pass interference, offensive pass interference on that catch, full arm extension push off? Um, no, they weren't I, calling it, so no. What do you what do you think, Brady? Um, I'm okay with it being a no call, but hmm. if they did call it, I'd be like, yeah, like it, it could have gone either way. It wasn't he when you slow it down and blah blah blah, and it, it was a full arm extension, but it wasn't really. They were kind of going back and forth, and Ryan is right; they weren't really calling it the whole game. So you gotta be consistent with the game you're playing, even if it's the technically not right call. So yeah, like I mean, I think it's. Uh... I, I think it's fine. They were both hand fighting. Like I don't yeah. I don't think that's something like it's it's one of those things where if it was called, I'd be like, Okay, yeah, not not a bad call. But if if it wasn't, I'm like, Okay, that's fine. Like it's just whatever whatever's on the field I'm I'm okay with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Could have gone either way. Um But let's uh, so we can go into the, the last game of the wild card. It was in my Ryan, you said uh, Bill's Texans was the most boring. I thought this one was the worst. Me too. Uh, that's, what gonna, that's what I was gonna yeah. say. Seahawks, Eagles, uh, you know, um, I thought I all throughout this season, like throughout the entire year, 
everyone like eagles were like number one in power rankings at one point and i never <laughs> never understood it i don't think like, it's, i don't think it's that good of a team like they didn't have like miles sanders had a had a, had a half decent year sure but like yeah you know zacherts zacherts uh he you know zacherts was zacherts this year i think i said just said his name like eight times but like he he had a, he had a good year um he always does sorry uh sorry who was it are you serious yeah <laughs> Zach Ertz. Yeah. Um he's a receiver, like, man. But like, Who? the defense the defense is um you know like Fletcher <laughs> Fletcher Cox is obviously you know very good, but like outside of that, like Jalen Mills is average. Um like the only Jared part Burnett, that was I, fun about this game was watching Fletcher Cox rigged all the Seattle sec- uh, center. Yeah, he was just he was causing havoc like he always does. Fletcher Cox is very very talented. He was literally ra- he was like a he was a rag doll. He he just tossed. Yeah. Malcolm Jenkins is another one of those guys that I just really respect in the league. But like outside of that, like Carson Wentz, I've always had my concerns with him. Um it just cuz like, you know, not only just the durability, but like there's been some games where you look at him and you're like, "Wow, I can't believe this guy is really like considered to be that good." And so yeah. I going into the season, I did not think the Eagles like were going to be that great like i kind of expected them to make the playoffs just because you know their division is cheeks uh but you know there was like i said so much hype around them i thought seattle was just gonna wipe the floor with them they won but i thought the game was just gonna be a wash see okay i have a lot to say on this game okay go ahead the officiating was Mm -hmm. so 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 bad to the point uh, where okay. yeah. in the game, there's a guy they call the Sky Judge. Sits mm-hmm. up at the top of the stadium and basically gets word from New York saying like, "Yeah, it was so bad in this game that there was, oh my god. I, I can't remember the uh, um, this the, the play exactly, but the Sky Judge had to come down like and actually tell the ref, you fucked up, you need to fix this. But, funny enough, that was not even the worst call of the, or I should say, for the purpose of this, the no call in this game. The biggest thing that I want to talk about is that Jadavian Clowney hit on Carson Wentz. That was BS. That that was... was yeah. Sorry. Uh, he didn't even wanna, get fined I, for it. Nope, not at yeah, all. Yeah, no, no um, fine. I just, I just want to make it... Uh... Wait, I, I like. I just want to make sure that like I'm on the right page. That's the one where you like kind of like shoved his head into the turf, right? That's what knocked so, him out of the game. Well, essentially, yeah. So he ba- pile drived well, it into the turf. Yeah, exactly. Like. Carson <laughs> yeah. Wentz, like yeah. he fell and his knees hit the turf, and then he was like yeah. level with the ground, and then Jadavian Clowney, like basically as Ryan said, pile drived his head into the ground, which made him exit the game. Yeah. And so that's the thing, though. This game was a lot closer with McClown playing at quarterback. Uh, he was playing on a torn hamstring i want to say this i i resent you calling him mcclown just just for this game i love that it's his nickname i think that's hilarious but like he played on like his hamstring was torn off the bone you're right uh, and he he, he still had a great game so i want to put i want to i want to just make sure that like you know that like like obviously you know like i'm not coming at you there yeah i just want to say like josh mccown great game um you know to come in come in in like a a situation like that obviously you know he's apparently no big dick nick and he couldn't uh couldn't lead the it's 40. He's the Eagles to the Super Bowl. So, yeah, no, I, I agree with you, but that's kind of why I'm a little upset because you got to look at it this way. Um, mm-hmm. So, Wentz was one for four for three yards, right? Yeah. But 
Wentz is Wentz for all intents and purposes is a pretty decent quarterback. I'd say he's better than McCown. I don't know about you guys, but yeah, I don't know McCown. Like he really and so this goes back to you saying like yes, he had a torn hamstring, and mm-hmm. uh, he played through it and all the power to him. But Wentz was like healthy, right? For like as far as we know, Wentz was actually healthy. What, um, do you mean during the game? Yeah. Up no, until he, he pulled himself out. What do you mean? He like he, after he, the hit, he, he he was concussed. Like, yeah, he was and until the dead. hit, he was healthy. That's what I'm saying. Oh yeah, you had a healthy Carson Wentz playing, and of course he couldn't go back in. The guy literally got knocked out. Like he couldn't remember what happened. So you had a healthy Carson Wentz, who's a better quarterback than a Josh McCown with a hurt hamstring. Of course, that goes without saying. So to look at that, Philadelphia lost by eight points. Eight points with McCown having a torn hamstring. That's pretty damn good. Yeah, I mean, I guess so. Um, yeah, I, I don't think I don't, I don't have any, anything else to say. Um, also, uh, yeah, Seattle didn't play up to Seattle standards. No, they did not. What the they point really is there? No, they they did not because at they should have won that game no matter what. But they should have won it much bigger after McCown came in. Yeah, um, Wilson Wilson played pretty well actually. I mean. Like three hundred thirty yards, yeah. one touchdown, but yeah, really the guy DK Metcalf played well too. But. Yeah, exactly. That's the guy we need to focus on right now. DK Metcalf, he bailed like them out big time. Like Wilson threw some good balls, but the catches that DK had were insane. And like, not he only set, that, like a playoff record for a rookie, I wouldn't be surprised. Like one hundred sixty yards on seven receptions, I, I would not be surprised I'll, at all. I'll take a look at it. What was your point? Sorry, I interrupted. You. Um, there was one play there where mm-hmm. he and this was this was his touchdown play where he caught the ball and he was down on the ground and got up and ran into the touch like ran into the end zone while being tackled like that is just yep. it's a fantastic heads up play and this guy is a freak athlete like he's massive so yes of course having that big frame to help him stretch out and get that touchdown like helps him a yep. lot but at the same time it's like wow like that is that is just a great like high football IQ play uh, I 100% agree. So first off, he did set the postseason rookie rookie debut record. Uh, so it's not yeah. like the best rookie game of all time, but it's the rookie like best rookie debut game. Yeah, I, I just sense. said that. Um, but uh, I think one thing I wanted to point out, like you you mentioned that he's a freak athlete. I watched his combine video the other day. Obviously, everybody knows you know that picture of him in the gym went viral. Like you know he's the new Sean Oakman. Uh, I haven't heard that name in a while. How are you? But he ran a four three. Yeah, it's disgusting. Like that's that's ridiculous. Like I th- I'm pretty sure the guy's like six four. Um, oh, sorry, six three two twenty eight. He ran a four three. Twenty seven reps on the bench. Like the guy's a freak. Um, I I think I think Seattle found themselves a gem in the third round is when they drafted him. Yep. Um, yeah, absolutely unreal. Um, <clears throat> and yeah, you know, like you said, he had a game. He had a very very good game. Oh, you know what? I think it was the second round because the guy that was taken before him was mm-hmm. the guy on the other sideline, Arthega Whiteside. Oh, really? He was taken like right before him. Uh, you are right. Uh, end of the second round. Uh, second round, sixty fourth pick. Wild. So essentially, yeah, unfortunately, he had a good game. Uh, yeah, he had a very, very good game. Um. So one thing, one thing I did want to bring up uh, as well. So obviously, the way it works is if you're, you know, you're the division winner, you get home field advantage. Um, but 
Philadelphia going into the game was nine and seven. Mm-hmm. Seattle was twelve and four. Do you think it should just be whoever has the higher record hosts? Don't all speak at once. Yeah. I was gonna say okay. yes, but then I thought I'm okay, in trouble. I don't know. <laughs> no, like, yeah. like like it should it just be like you know if you win the division you get the home field advantage in the wild card. Like I think that's like, that's what's like that's what's like in hockey, right? I'm pretty sure. Like higher uh, record is a little bit different, but yeah. But but like you but you can you can have a team who's like twenty. I mean like that's a bit it's a bit different, but you can have a team like twenty first in the league make the playoffs over like thirteen, fourteen, fifteen because yeah. of the, the of the, the division they're in, and then yeah. It, I don't know how. I'm pretty sure whoever has a better record has home ice, but yeah, like, I, mean, I, don't, I don't remember that. Yeah, ever that's happening. true. Yeah, but it's like the way they set it up is different. Like the top three from each division go in, and then the wild card. Yeah. It's not just like the winner of the division. Yeah, um, and then the top like two versus. Yeah, it's just it's it's weird, but yeah, just uh, just something I want to bring up. Um, so we'll we'll switch switch gears a little bit here. So um, I, I mentioned earlier that I wasn't really watching the Vikings and Saints game because at the same time that that game kicked off, uh, puck drop hit in the Canada Russia gold medal game. Uh, Brady and I were together for this one. We were at uh, you know Ancaster Buffalo Wild Wings. Shout out. Um, but uh, you know what a game, eh? You know throwing the A because it's Canada. Yeah, very, 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 very good game. Uh, you know, Canada spent uh, the entire first period killing penalties. Four, four yeah. penalties in the first in the first period. So that's eight minutes shorthanded. Uh, in the first, yeah. um, and then you got you know being down three one. Uh, you know, Russia blew a three one lead. Don't forget it. Uh, you know, being down three one. You know, starting with uh, Barrett Hayton to rip one to you know make it three two. Uh. I forget who scored the second one, but or the third one, but Akil Thomas. Oh no, did Barrett Hayton score the third? He he got the tied, and then yeah, yeah, he he tied it up three three, and then Akil got the game one. Uh yeah, Akil Thomas with an incredible play to um, you know, to get that to get that puck, you know, beat the goalie to it, even though the goalie easily should have had that puck. Don't know what was happening there, but um, uh, Hayton. You know, Hayton with the playing with the separated shoulder, just absolutely ripping, ripping that yeah. one, and that like an unbelievable shot. Uh, yeah, uh, and like I said, Brady's like the best fan to like watch sports with. Uh, so it was it was an absolute pleasure to you know be there for that, um, and you know watch him play or watch. Uh, sorry, yeah. uh, you know watch the game with him. <laughs> uh, uh, right, sorry, I was I was trying to pull up the box score. Connor McMichael was the guy who uh, yes. Who yep. uh, scored the second goal? You know, after missing the breakaway, gets a puck. Kalen Addison rips one off his shin pad. Yeah, um, <laughs> very and, lucky. Uh, puts it in. Um, yeah, and then like I said, Akil Thomas with the game winner. What a game! What a game, eh, Brady? It was great. I think it was so good because we experienced like every single emotion. Because I think <laughs> we were down three to one, and it was going towards the third period, and it's just like. Like wow, like we could we could actually lose this, and I I think I thought we had like everything going for Canada coming into the game because we lost six nothing to Russia earlier and mm-hmm. in the tournament. And I'm like, okay, and now we have the upper hand because we want to get back at them. We're 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 on a hot streak. Our goalie Ho- uh, Hoffer or Hofer is doing he's red hot, and uh, I mean we had everything going for us, and then we just didn't have the quite start the best start to the first half of the half of the game, and uh, yeah. Things weren't looking good, and Russia had the momentum. It was—it truly was a momentous uh, game because whoever scored the goal, like the bench would just go crazy, and they'd be the buzzing ones, and they would just go back and forth. And 
luckily we were able to able to have some good bounces and we won it all which it was it was great you know any day we got to see russians cry it's pretty good so did you guys hear about what happened like in russia though like like what when they were showing the game they had their um, families hostage i don't know no so <laughs> i mean probably but uh what happened was so i think one of the um one of the uh, like major like carriers in like for the game in russia uh, i forget what it was called um let me just take a look. I think it's like match one or something like that. Yeah, match TV. Uh, so what they showed instead uh, was uh, uh, so what they showed instead of like you know the, you know the twenty twenty game. They showed like a nine year old comeback from two thousand eleven when the when Canada won five three or sorry when Canada lost five three to Russia. Uh, but the thing is, at one point in the game, it was three three, and uh, yeah. I think is it was someone closing like and opening Tupperware w- w- Tupperware lids. That's definitely Eden because it's not me. No, it's, it, I, it's, I, I, it's someone's actually someone's opening me. Tupperware lids. It's actually it's not, not me, me though. <laughs> that right? Okay, that was Brady. I just sat down in my chair, but I wasn't doing oh, yeah. anything. Um. Okay, hold on. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> Canada, Canada, like you know, they lost that game, and. Uh, a lot of Russians ended up posting on social media, like, you know, I like, you know, congratulations, Russia. Like, you know, anytime Canada loses, it's a great time and blah, 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 blah. And it was, it was just so funny from like, you know, a lot of Canadians to be like, uh, wait, what's going on here? You guys, uh, guys might not be watching the same game. I thought that was just pretty funny. Very, very Russian. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, the Canadians are the Patriots of the hockey world. Everybody wants to see them lose. Yeah, I think uh, so. We're so good. Yeah. So good, yeah. Yeah, whatever team's dominating is usually the one that people lose. Um, yeah, I think I think most most countries like to gang up against the U.S. Like I think the Russians hate U.S. more than us. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Iran's not rooting for him right now. Not, not really. Is that too soon? Yeah, I don't think they're rooting for anybody to be honest. Mm, that's fair. Um, all right, and then I think uh, you know, obviously, you know, congratulations, Canada. Uh, way to way to bring it home. Uh, and I think we're gonna we're gonna go to one more thing here that we haven't really discussed yet. We've talked about him quite a bit on the podcast. And that's Josh Gordon. Um, just recently, I think what just before the playoffs started, uh, Josh Gordon was suspended again for substance abuse issues. Um, like that, this this has to be it, right? Like that's <laughs> that's got to be it. Like I I love the guy, but you can't like what's that? That's number five, right? His fifth suspension think so like this it's just uh yeah i i have no idea like i i think you know seattle not even gonna miss him in the playoffs he didn't really play that much for him but <laughs> yeah you gotta you gotta feel for the guy because at this point it's 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 clear it's such it's mental illness like to to you know have millions of dollars ripped away from you time and time and time again um you know for the same thing uh you know it sucks that you know weed weed's not legal but like even if it was like to have like abuse issues like he does, like you gotta like a a normal not to call him like abnormal, but like a normal person would be like, all right, I gotta step away from this. I gotta do whatever I can. He's gone to rehab so many times, uh, and at this point, honestly, like it's just sad. It's very sad that you know he w- isn't able to, uh, uh, you know, stay stay sober and stay healthy. I like but, I I said this last time, man. 
mm-hmm. he has to stop playing like for good he has to step away he he's got to stop putting himself in this situation and people got to stop trying to bring him back i get that he's a freak athlete and that he has the potential to be a great football player but it's killing him it's actually killing him but like aiden like is my my thing with that is he goes away from the NFL. Let's just say that. Let's just say, you know, because I, I don't I don't necessarily disagree with you. But like one one issue I have with that is he goes away. His abuse, there's a good chance it just spirals because now he has like the only thing that he has going to like he's not gonna lose his job because he's probably not gonna have a job. Um but like he like what if he like he just you know spirals and like it it, it ramps up like his abuse ramps up because he has no no punishments from his job, right? The only thing that he has to deal with is the law and like, you know, weed's legal in so many places now. Like, he can just end, settle down in Colorado and just smoke a ton, drink a ton, and then who knows, it ramps up. And, you know, we hear we hear a story that Josh Gordon overdosed. So, okay, the only thing I want to say to that is I, I don't – okay, so I don't agree with you first off because I think uh, that the biggest thing for me is that – he needs to check himself to re like into rehab and then come out and not play football. Cause the biggest thing is that him as a football player, I think that's what's it's reverting him to this state where he feels the need to go back to drugs because like, that's, that's probably what he relates. Like um, with him playing football, he feels that he needs that release afterward uh, and uses it as like um, a form of pain medication. And I don't, I don't know the guy personally, I don't know this, but He's he's probably made that connection between football and drugs because that's all it's been for years now. Like it's been, Dude, but in and been, out of football, been, in and out of drugs. Like it's, but he's been he's been to rehab, and I, so like you make a good point about like you know him associating football and drugs, but he isn't using them as a painkiller. He's been abusing drugs since he was in seventh grade. I no, I completely understand that. But even in seventh grade, he was playing like sports, like and yeah, I but like. But like you don't, you don't like it, when you're in seventh grade. Like you, you rarely feel pain. But like, okay, so no, no, like unless you're hurt, hurt. Like playing, playing. Like don't like I. I played hockey. I didn't play football. But like I was never like you know I played contact as well, and I was beat up on because I was three feet tall. But like I like the next morning, like even the day after, I felt completely fine after getting like crushed the night before. Like I, I did not need painkillers. Okay, so I don't think I don't think he was using drugs as painkillers in seventh grade. No, I and so I agree with you, but also like, and I hate to be the guy to say this, there's not a single person talking right now. Like no one of four of us can relate our situation to any pro sports because these guys like they they wear their body down not only in games but in practices, and they don't actually. Yes, they have like tons of like and so i understand what you're saying like seventh grade and i agree with you but like i like talking about him as a pro like we can't relate our experiences to his whatsoever no no no. i wasn't i wasn't talking about him as a pro you were saying like he was using drugs as painkillers like way back when i just wanted to like refute that point no 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 so sorry i think i think that got lost i i wasn't saying he was using it back then i'm saying that when he started using the drugs in grade seven like because he was playing sports at that age and because he was very good at sports like that that was his life right like playing sports like he he ran track he played football he played a ton of sports he didn't really have a like much of a life outside of it correct yeah, absolutely. So I'm saying that's where that well, association true, yeah. between sports and drugs started. Um, like I mean, I told, I, I, like I said, I see your point about association, but like, who's to say he doesn't just spiral? You're right, and but like, has you know, like he, he has he has he he has come out and said he has anxiety and like mental health issues. 
Um, so like, who's to say like, you know, straight out of straight out of like, you know, the NFL, let's say you like, let's say the NFL is like, all right, you're done. XFL is like, you know, we don't want you. CFL is like, no, you're not coming here. Who's to say, like, you can't say that he doesn't just absolutely spiral and throw him into the deep end. Like, it, it, you've seen it so many times when, like, like look at the fridge, for example. The fridge is now just, like, he, he just does a ton of drugs, is broke, and, like, doesn't do anything anymore. Okay, so I will say this, though. You're right. You can't say that he won't, but you can't say that he can. It's purely hypothetical. But what I can say is that he's been reinstated to the NFL five times, and it doesn't seem to work for him. Yeah, I, but like in my opinion, in like what I think, what happened is he's just gonna hit harder drugs. That's that's what I think is gonna happen because he's an addict. He's gonna be he's gonna keep chasing that high. And it wasn't it like you know like he keeps getting suspended for alcohol and weed. And I think those are the big things. But there's also been cocaine use. There's also been uh, codeine use. Mm-hmm. So I I don't like that. And that stuff can kill you. And I right. I don't I don't see him. I I I agree with you. I don't think he should be in the NFL. Um, I like he's broken the rules too many times. He's been giving, he's been given, you know, so many opportunities, and he's squandered every single opportunity. But I don't, uh, I, I think, you know, him getting kicked out of the NFL, I, I, I honestly don't see him living too much longer. And that's very morbid to say, but like, I think his drug use will ramp up after, after, you know, whatever happens here. So I, I understand what you're saying to an extent, but I think I don't, I don't know what else. Like, I can't. You obviously like. I can't even begin to formulate in my head what will happen if he never plays football again because you don't know, right? Like, like it could very well be that his drug association is with football or sports or anything like that. Or maybe it's just like him as a person. Like, maybe he'll quit football and he'll find more time to do drugs and stuff. But, like, my main point is, like you said, like you agree with, like, he he's broken the rules way too many times. Like, Mm -hmm. and there's no reason that somebody that has never broken the rules is a great athlete shouldn't get his spot in the NFL. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's at this point, there's guys that are way more deserving. Yeah. Um, like I said, I love Josh Gordon. I would never sign him to my team. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, like, let's just say like, look look at the, look at the Panthers as you know, they, they need receiver that like a six, four guy would be fantastic. Would not want him. I do not want Josh Gordon on my team anymore. Um, I like you know, and I think I think one thing that uh, I gotta say, I think that'll help both of our points, Aiden. Um, his drug use at this point, like you know, his future drug use is gonna be. None of us can say what's gonna happen. You know, there's you know, what if he gets completely sober and you know ends up back in the NFL? We we will never know. Um, like we can't we can't just sit here and predict it right now. Um, but you know, like we you know, I hope I hope the best for the guy. But uh, we'll we'll never know. We can sit here and argue about like what we want, but at the end of the day, we're both equally right and both equally wrong, and that's very unfortunate in the debate. That is true. Um, Ryan and Keith, yeah, Ryan it, and Brady, you guys got anything to weigh in about this? No, you guys know how I feel. Let's let's get the doctor in on this, bad boy. You got anything to say? I'm not a doctor. Oh, um, well, almost. Just my toes. Uh, cool thing. <laughs> um. No, I just the only thing is if uh, a drug that's what a drug addiction is. So I don't think it's necessarily a hundred percent tied just to sports. I think that if he's addicted to drugs, he's going to use drugs whether he's in football or not. So yeah, I also think like the lack of uh, holding him, the lack of holding him accountable is not going to go in his favor. Like at least right now, the NFL is like punishing him for using drugs. If he gets out, the only thing that can possibly punish him is the law. And uh, 
you know, a lot of these times, like, you know, there's so many users, like obviously heroin, meth, that shit's illegal, but there's so many users of that. Um, so I think, you know, there's a chance that he can uh, just absolutely spiral. Uh, yep. And I, I think, I think something that's really sad about it is I think the next time we hear about him, well, so obviously the next time we hear about him is like uh, going to be like, oh yeah, he's officially like, you know, disallowed from the NFL. But then after that, the only times we're going to hear about him is when he, when he gets arrested like if he gets arrested, we'll hear about him. If he dies, we'll hear about him. After other than that, we're not gonna. No one's gonna hear about him. No one's gonna even really care about him, and that's really sad. Yeah, but uh, it's uh, yeah, you just you just don't know. But I think the one yeah. thing we can all agree on is he doesn't deserve to have his hand held anymore. And that's a no. harsh that's a harsh way of putting it, but it's the reality. No, I uh, I definitely do not disagree with you on that one. There's um, two sides to that argument. But I'm not going to get into it. All right, uh, I can. I can. <laughs> uh, you know what? We're we're at an hour. Let's. Uh, we should probably work towards wrapping this up. Um, uh, the people try who are and... most vulnerable deserve the most compassion. That's what I'll say. Okay, so That's a very good point. My my only argument, and I'm sorry, Keish. I know. I know we have to. I just want to no, add ahead, one more ahead. thing. You're right. He deserves compassion, but not millions of dollars of compassion. <laughs> I don't think he was making millions of dollars anyway. Yeah, he was. A few, uh, a few I, million, I, a few million. I, I'm pretty. Did we, I'm pretty did sure we not check one. how much he actually made, and it was significantly less than any of us thought? But that's no, no, no. But it that's was still thing. over a million dollars. He got signed to another deal after that, right? Like that's that's the important thing to remember. Uh, but I wonder how much of that he's. Lost. Yeah, but like I can guarantee. I can guarantee you, in that thing, it said if you use drugs, we're, we're one, not going to pay you. One year. There was definitely clauses like that. One year, two million dollars, was his last contract yeah but i wonder how much he actually made of that two million dollars yeah I wonder, how much, I wonder again. how much of it was like voided no you're right because you do have, you do have to like meet certain criteria during your season and stuff to like there's minimum requirements in a lot of contracts plus bonuses but they're just for like a lot of stuff like there's obviously guaranteed money so that's like what we should be looking at here but yeah yeah um let's see let's see his Career earnings is estimated around seven million dollars. Actually, seven point four million dollars. Uh, total guaranteed was three point eight. And let's see how much. Uh, I I can't really see how much uh, he got fined. All I know um, is he was making. So with the Patriots on his last contract, he was making mm-hmm. uh one hundred twenty thousand dollars a week. But uh, he made. I'm sorry, go ahead. But on his, like, when he got suspended, he forfeited every game check the week after that, obviously. Yeah. So. Um. Okay, so actually, uh, he, I actually have his, like, percentages earned. So when, so he earned 92% of his rookie contract, uh, and that was $5 million, guaranteed 3.7. Um, and so we earned four, almost $5 million from that at 92% of that. Uh, with the Patriots and the Seahawks, he only earned forty percent of his contract, but oh, that okay. is still over one point five million dollars. Um, so yes. yeah, quite, so, quite a bit of money. So a, lot, a lot of money, yeah. Quite a bit of money. Um, and you know, I hope you know, I hope he, I hope he does well. I just, I, I want to say that I just really, I really like the guy. Um, addiction's a very, very tough thing to deal with, and so you know, uh, yeah. on behalf of Case and Punt. Uh, Josh Gordon, if somehow you ever hear this, uh, we're wishing you the best, man. Come on our pod. 
and we can great. Just, and we'll discuss it. Yeah, and that'd be that'd be fantastic. That'd be very interesting. That'd be a great interview. That'd um, be crazy. But uh, yeah, I think uh, I think we can wrap this one up. Um, you guys have anything off you want to say? Nope. No. 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 That's that's pretty much it. Got uh. It. So I think this episode, uh, this is going to be like the next episode that comes out. Uh, we just released the uh, Joel Figueroa. I'm going to say that name really quickly because I don't really know <laughs> that right. Um, yeah, to say it quick. The uh, the Fig episode just got uh, just got put up. Um, great interview. Um, I think like he was very personable. Um, so I, if you guys haven't listened to that one already, definitely go check that one out. Um, it's definitely better than this one. Uh, yeah, hey, hey, hey! Don't uh, <laughs> give, give us some credit here. Um, Ryan, you were lovely in this one. Uh, and I didn't even show up that late. You guys, uh, I no, know, you, no, you, you honestly did. Uh, you just, we just, just we, yeah, we just started when you, yeah, you, you, we you, almost started forty minutes before, but that's okay. Don't worry about it. Um, and we were talking about you just as you uh, texted us, so it's pretty funny. Yeah, like I was. I, I was didn't even. I didn't even see the text that said twelve thirty. Uh, I would have set an alarm. I did not set an alarm. <laughs> it was mentioned pretty pretty briefly, so. Yeah, it was it was pretty quick. We just said twelve thirty. Okay, okay, okay. Um, <clears throat> what was I saying? Oh yeah, so we got the fig episodes already out. We got two more episodes that are coming out. Uh, one of them is gonna be a very long episode. It's gonna be two hours. Uh, so you know, get your popcorn ready. Shout out to you. But it's uh, it's such a good one. Uh, in my opinion, it's my it's my it's probably my favorite one that we've done so far. No offense to. Is it? Is it not gonna Tracy be split into two episodes? No, nah, we're just gonna release it as one. Oh, okay. Yeah, why why? Like I mean We gotta milk uh, we gotta milk the uh <laughs> I, I think I think if we did uh two hours of Andrew Bailey, I think uh, or two episodes of Andrew Bailey, I think we'd uh, lose all our subscribers. No offense, Andrew. I'm kidding. Um But yeah, so those episodes will be coming out pretty soon. Uh we'll have uh probably weekly recaps of the uh you know, the playoffs and a Super Bowl special episode, hopefully. Um so you guys got all oh, that. I'm, I'm sure. To? I'm sure. <laughs> uh yeah, no, it'd be very special. Very special, Ryan. Um, the, the Packers will be in it, so it'd be very special. Packers yeah, have the, the speaking of the Packers, the our right tackle uh was just uh like he just got put on the injury report for illness. There's a illness going through the Packers locker room. Ooh. Uh-oh. That's not Uh-oh. Right. The so, uh, torn ACL he's question- like, take so far. He's questionable with an illness tonight. So if he doesn't play, we're fucked. Uh oh, spaghetti. Pardon my language. Sorry, who was that? Who was the right tackle? Uh, Brian Belaga, left oh, tackle's okay, okay. back. Yeah, yeah, I knew. I, but knew I think I think that's Clowney's side, is it not? That's Clowney's side, the right side. Yeah, well, his right left. Hand. All right. So that's no good. Um, yeah, that that won't be. Uh, no, I'm pretty sure Clowney's gonna be facing Bach. I just want like, visual visual remembrance. Um, also, Kenny Clark's questionable with a back. So if he was if he was healthy, he'd he'd destroy that Seattle center. So this is uh, shaping up to be a good game tonight, yeah, or you know tonight. Um, not that we're recording on the day of the divisional games, but that's okay. Um, oh, Ryan, do you want to hit us with the what? What? Aiden? No, Seattle Center is actually pretty good. Who's it? He got tossed by Fletcher Cox all game. Fletcher Cox. Fletcher is... Cox is one of the best defensive. Kenny yeah. Clark had the second most pressures in the league, only behind Aaron Donald. Yeah, but he's yeah, not. But he's not he, a run he, stuffer. Yeah. He's a pass rusher. I agree, though. I agree. Kenny Kenny Clark is like the second best run. Or uh, pass also, I think it's rushing. I think it's the Seattle backup that's in, not even their starter. That's why he got tossed so bad. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah. knocked. Oh, yeah, Justin Britt's on uh, IR. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, true. That's what I'm saying. Like, Henny Clark would have such a good You're game right. if he my, plays. My apologies, Ryan. I, I did not do my proper research before entering that uh, face-off. Yeah, I don't know. Right. I, I I don't know who's going to win that one. Russell Wilson always seems to beat the Packers with some magic crazy crap. Yeah. And Brian Bostick being an idiot, but that's for another time. <laughs> All right, well. Or whatever his name is. Something Bostick. Uh, John. Whatever. John Bostick, baby. Um, but all right, uh, let's, uh, let's just wrap things up here. Ryan, uh, where can we find you? Um, same place as always. All right, Brady, what about you? Um, cheering for the Titans. Tighten up, yeah, go, baby. Go Titans. Tighten up, baby. That's what a cool you, hashtag, uh, tighten up. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, go Pack, yeah, go. That'd be a fun. That's a terrible one. Uh, they they put no effort into it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Go let's, pack out. MAC, let's go pack. <laughs> oh, oh that's an inside joke for uh for those yeah. who are wondering. Um, <laughs> uh uh what about uh, what about you, Aiden? Where can we find you? Begging the Bears not to sign Marriott in the off season. <laughs> I hope they do. <laughs> Definitely. Uh you know what? I actually heard something that's pretty interesting in that uh Ryan Tannehill, like he's he's Obviously, you know, like he's only throwing the ball like what 15 times a game. Um, he's put into a system where he can succeed because, like, what's Ryan Tannehill is not an, not an elite quarterback, like, but like, are you kidding could, me? He, I could succeed in that system, yeah. He's <laughs> like, just hand the ball off. He's a game manager, right? Like, he'll throw the ball a few times, hand the ball off 40 times to Derrick Henry and call it a day. Um, yeah, Derrick Henry's the one throwing touchdown passes, it's ridiculous. But like you gotta wonder, like it, I wonder if like a change of scenery for Marcus Mariota could be okay. Like put him in a system where like he could he could you know use his athleticism. I wonder like because I love Mariota, he had a couple good years there. Uh, I wonder if like, you know you put him in a system where he can run the ball a little bit more. We'll get into this another episode. I feel like that's a good one we can talk about. Um, you know the whole quarterback market this year. But uh, you can find all the boys on uh, like all the links are going to be down in the description. Uh, you can find all of us on on social media at Case in Punt. Uh, and yeah, I think that'll be uh that'll be it. Brady, you want to hit us with the sign off here? Maybe. Um, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe. Should, should, should we, should, hey, whoa, oh, oh, should we throw it over to Aiden? No. Okay. He has to. He has to. He has to practice. I, I haven't earned it yet. I haven't okay. earned it. Um, right, Brady, hit us with something. <laughs> hit us with something like a two by four. <laughs> I'm done. Um, <laughs> maybe <laughs> punch me. Oh, come on. Crowbar. <laughs> Mushroom slap. Um, <laughs> All right. May your may your may your punch. <laughs> keep interrupting me. May your punch your hands on the I said it. Hey, my guys.